Hi, I'm Holly Ehrlich, and we are launching a brand new show exclusively heard on the Wedding Podcast Network, and it's called Here Come the Moms. Now, why Here Come the Moms? Well, you know what? We realized at Wedding Podcast Network that mothers are a very, very important component of planning a wedding and also and your life thereafter. I don't think we could have selected and decided to work with a nicer, more authoritative expert in the industry, an author of more than 30 wedding books. And let me introduce my co-host, Sharon Naylor. Hello. Thanks for having me. This is going to be so much fun. Oh, well, I'm so looking forward to sharing information with brides and grooms and mothers of brides and grooms everywhere because I think families are going to get a, a, a be armed. Absolutely. With information. But why don't you tell everybody a little bit about why do you primarily focus and your passion is all about writing about weddings. Oh boy, I I stuck with the topic um, because it's such a happy occasion in it a is. family's life. Everybody's together and we live in a global society now. So when families get together, it's for really good news most of the time. So it's the wedding becomes like a family reunion. You see your friends. So the industry changes a lot. Weddings now are very different than they were five years ago, 10 years ago. So I take a look at what's going on in really cool industries like flowers and catering and photography and travel, all kinds of things that I love. So it gives me an opportunity to really explore a really cool world that's always changing and people are happy. So I really love it. Well, Sharon, you've written two really great books and hence really was my inspiration, Wedding Podcast Network's inspiration, to have this original program called Here Come the Moms. And the two books are The Mother of the Bride Book, Giving Your Daughter a Wonderful Wedding, and The Mother of the Groom. Both of those books have to be incredibly invaluable. So when you wrote these books, what inspired you to write these books? I knew that, I, that there were a lot of moms out there who were very confused about what their roles were going to be. Weddings, like I said, five years ago, ten years ago, very different than they are now. And the moms are, were just caught in the middle of old world etiquette and new world etiquette and old world expectations and new world expectations. They had no idea what they were doing. There were a lot of brides and grooms who are getting married later in life now. And they may not need their parents' money or input. They may not want it. So wh where does that leave them when they're made part of a planning team? So I knew from all of the letters and questions I was getting through my website and through njwedding.com where I answer people's questions, um, that there are a lot of confused moms out there and there's a, lot of, there's a lot of problems because people don't know what they're supposed to do. So I decided to write these two books, one for the mother of the bride, one for the mother of the groom, and it applies to stepmothers as well, just to give them the information they need on all the different topics they're interested in. Well, I think it's incredibly important because, there, like you said, there are so many new rules and there are so many different kinds of moms today. Right. Uh, you know, that, I mean, you have working moms. Right. Really, right? Moms, some moms are younger. Uh, moms, how they experience their own weddings have a certain point of view. Absolutely. And how they were brought up. Some moms and daughters are very close. Right. Right, are best friends. Right. And then there are other mothers and daughters that don't necessarily get along so well. Right. Um, you know, have you had any other... 
siblings that have possibly gone through this process before because planning a wedding brings out so much in your relationship. It really does. There's a lot of the relationships are very complex to begin with. You have different levels of closeness, you know, and there's no saying what's better. Are you, you close know, to your mom? I'm very close to my mom. So am I. And yeah. I think that that's going to bring a lot to the party because right. I think that that communication absolutely is key and absolutely. that we're going to be able to share the best of the best information, not only coming from how we were brought up, but also from like all of your, your readers right. um, input. Right. I think one of the main points I want to make, and we'll make it a lot in this show, is that expectations are premeditated resentments. Explain that. Um, when you have an expectation of what your mother should be doing for the wedding, you know, you're bound to be disappointed because she's not a mind reader. Because my mother always told me to expect nothing and you can't be disappointed. And that's a very tough uh, you know, thing to live by, you know, to expect nothing. I think, you know, you develop certain relationships with people, whether it be right. friends or family, and it's very hard to expect, especially if you also give. If you're right. a giving person, you know, to, to expect nothing. To expect less would probably be a better I rule to live by. I think somewhere in the middle would, would be the great. Middle. It's like make sure you have realistic expectations and you get rid of the problem by communicating. And that's what we're talking about in the show is how to communicate with your mom, paying tribute to whatever your relationship is, and knowing what kind of factors you're dealing with. I mean, this is a temporary situation. And right. emotions run high. Everything's expensive. Everybody's giving you input. Mom has her expectations. Um, so there's a lot to deal with. Well, I think that uh, there is. There's a lot of there's love and there's aggravation. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And I think that brides and grooms need to know how to best handle Okay, but I don't know if handle is the right word. Handle's a pretty good word, actually. Really? Because no matter what kind of relationship you have with your mom or with your groom's mom, you know, you may have what you think is a very close relationship with your mom, but it's kind of topical. So you really do have to learn the best, you know, what's the best way to approach her for, you know, different kind of planning tasks or questions or if you have a conflict with her for the first time because you've only seen her at Thanksgiving and everything was all pleasant as long as you're passing the gravy, you know. So there's a lot that you have to learn. There's a lot of, you know, the, and they have to learn to handle you. So well, how do you think the roles have changed in the past few years? In, you know, in the past few years, mothers have have transformed from being like the co-planners with the bride to being part of a planning team. So now it's not just the bride and her mom planning everything. Because that's, and pretty, the groom, much, that's and the pretty much how it's been. That's how it was to, for many for years. For many, many years. Many years. I mean, it was the bride and the mother and the groom's family really had like little, Very little, little to, do with it. to nothing right. to and do with the wedding. Now, because... And the mother actually probably took the reigning role. Oh, absolutely. Role, right? Because she didn't get to plan her wedding because her mother planned that one. <laughs> so it was, well it was kind of like a chain of events that like that. makes sense. Yeah. That so makes, she's like she's only doing oh, what she knew. It's her older. turn. She it's her has, turn. She has some some money, and it's her turn to to plan a big event. But I don't think brides today, because like you said, brides are older today, right? About how old are they now? Around twenty seven. You know, whereas it used to be twenty two, twenty three. So, so that's the national average. That doesn't apply to everyone, of course. But brides are older, and they're they're they have a lot more assertiveness. So they want their mother to be involved 
in 99% of the case, they want their mother to be involved, but in a way that they have figured out. But like you said, it's a team play. It's a team. So it's not just even with the mother, it's with the mother and father, because fathers today are much more um, involved, okay, and want to be part of the process, whether it be through communication, not only writing out the checks. Absolutely. Right? And the same thing with the son's parents. I mean, right. the groom to be. The, the groom parents. is the eighty-five percent of grooms are involved in the planning of the wedding, and now because weddings are so expensive, the groom's family is also getting involved in paying for certain things. And then when you when you put all that together, and you have a lot of people responsible for a lot of financial things, it becomes a a, a control game. It becomes who's who's got control of the wedding because of what percentage they're paying for. And that's not the only thing. I mean, that just is so magnified just so much because once you get that off the table, and we'll probably have a whole show dedicated to talking about the monies and the budgeting and, right. and, and the financing and how to best talk through that. Right. Um, we can talk about. But in general, is it one of the first things that should... Is that one of the first things? Is, is that more important than, okay, now I'm engaged, okay? Right. And now I want to get my families together. Okay? Right. You may like them. You may not like them. Right. Right? The mo- it really depends what kind of – there's a lot of um, setting the relationship beforehand. Like let's say while you were dating, you had some problems with the mother of the groom and you talked to your mother about it. That's lasting, and that's something to keep in mind for during the wedding planning. Is Very important. If you bicker with your mom, you know you may forgive her, but the groom's mother and the groom's family, they just think that your mom is a troublemaker, and you, you know that it's just part of your relationship. So you have to decide also what to share with your groom. Absolutely. You have to be very careful. Right. Um, and because maybe you have some private conversations with your mom. Right. Okay. About the wedding planning. Right. But it's not always all up for discussion. And this is a lesson learned. I mean, almost being married 15 years coming up. Right. Okay. You have to learn what to tell or not to tell your mother or what to tell or not to tell your spouse to be. Right. That's something that I really hope that people will take away from this show and others is that have discretion and keep in mind that everything you're doing and saying now lasts in your relationship always it doesn't go and you know you, th- you could say i'm sorry but people do not forget that it happened absolutely. it happened absolutely okay you know, actions you, speak louder than words absolutely so you really have to keep in mind that while everybody's so you know torqued up about this wedding that a lot of things are going to be said and done you really have to make sure that you're the master of making sure there are no lasting injuries <laughs> because what's important is the future relationships with everyone not just planning a one-day wedding, you know, or a wedding weekend, whatever it is that you're planning. Well, I think everything becomes so heightened. Yes. I mean, emotions become heightened. Everything, the whole to-do list becomes heightened. Mm-hmm. Um, so now this is the most important thing here is really how we communicate, how we resolve conflicts. Yes. Okay. And how we handle conflicts because conflict is inevitable. Mm-hmm. And we all deal with different kinds of conflict all the time. Right. Okay? And there are some things that are more important Right to to discuss and to even take time of working mm-hmm. through. There are right. some things that are just not necessary. But when it comes to families and right. mothers on both ends, okay, it is very important. What do you think of how brides today are they? Do they want to include their mother? Oh, absolutely. 
overwhelming majority wants to include the mother in certain ways and they also are respecting the mother's wishes of to which degree the recommend like, like they will take her recommendations yeah and they and they will uh, respect absolutely what i love to see right now is even though there are a lot more brides and grooms planning and paying for their own weddings they still invite the mothers in to participate in the areas of the wedding that they've expressed that they want to be involved in so it may be that the one mother wants to be involved with the flowers the other one wants to be involved with the menu um they're using what they know and their advice can be completely completely valuable to the bride and groom do you think some of this i mean a lot of this is a conversation that doesn't happen obviously until you engage but what i think was very interesting is what you're talking about that pre-engagement period okay and that can last any time from three months to two years Right? right. I mean, what, what what do you say? How long is an engagement period? The I mean, an average is six like, months to a year. The average no? is the average engagement period. Yes. It depends which survey you're looking at. The, the most recent one I saw was fourteen months. Four. So yes. But there are people getting married in less than six months. There are people just eloping. There are people. Right, and that's an average. So I would say around a year. Okay, a year. Yeah. So in that year, okay. Well, it may not just be a year. Mm-hmm. Okay, because that's the engagement period. Right. Okay. Now you're talking about how long did they date before. Right. Okay. Did you even ever meet? Did any of the parents ever meet? That's the thing, is that in every relationship, it's very different. It may be that your families have been vacationing together for four years. You know, I mean, who knows what what the degree is and how well you know and like each other and how genuine everyone's being. And what if so you, that's and what pretty if, important. Oh, that's a good one. That's Because, you know, bride needs to realize you're not in control of everything. You and the mothers have to realize that too. You can't control how someone else is going to react to the things that are going on or to things that you say because they're all reacting to their own experiences and histories. So that comes into play a lot. I'm sorry to get all Dr. Phil, but um, go but for that, it. That really, <laughs> that really does come into play. A wedding, just like you said, you use the perfect word. It magnifies everything that's already there. So, but you know, in dealing with the relationships, okay, because. You have this couple that wants to spend the rest of their lives together. But for it to be successful, I truly believe, this is a personal opinion, okay, is for it to be successful, I think when everyone gets along, it is the best case scenario. absolutely. Okay? And that is what I would hope for all couples out there, okay? And as stressful as planning a wedding may be, you have to keep that in check. But interestingly enough, the bride and groom are going to have a very big part, including their families and their parents, not only in the wedding plans, because that, again, also will be another show. There are so many topics that we want to share with you in upcoming shows, but even talking about how to first get it going, because like that, I think, is a topic unto itself is just having a powwow right. of how to best uh, disseminate and schedule and arrange and organize how to get things going and who takes care of what and how the bride and groom envision it and how the parents envision it. That, I think, is a show unto That's, itself. It's very important because there are definite do's and don'ts. You can make or break your entire process by that first meeting. And those do's and don'ts are coming soon because mm-hmm. that's a show that you will not want to miss at on Here Come the Moms on Wedding Podcast Network. But talking about the time that leads up to the engagement, And then the engagement itself is the whole time where a couple is getting to know each other. Now, some people have parents that they may, mothers, that they may talk to every day. You may have a daughter 
that is best friends with her mother and is leaving the nest for the first time. You may have a bride and groom to be that doesn't really talk to their parents that much. And they're really, um, they could be strangers. So in developing those relationships before we even get to the wedding planning, I think is an, in, because you're talking about that as a couple, like how do you want to manage your family dynamic even at the get-go, like, does it matter? Even while you're dating that person and you engage that person, I just think it's something the brides and grooms to deal with, knowing that their families are part of the plan, right? All along the way, mm-hmm. okay. Whether they are paying or not paying, whether they're just coming as invited guests to the party, you have a whole lifetime after planning this wedding that you want to try to have as happy and as cohesive a group as possible. And I think keeping the mothers happy, right? I think is a good thing. You're building the future right now in this process. It seems a very well, when, strange. Whenever a man and woman come together, they're starting something fresh and new. They have a lot of power in in how involved their mothers are going to be in their lives. Also, depending on the personalities of right. the mothers, right? You know, the, it depends. Everybody wants a harmonious extended family. And that's the dream. Everybody wants that. So you have it within your power to to set up every decision-making process, making sure you include the mothers in the dress shopping if they want to be. You get to decide all that. And that's what's confusing the mothers right now is that if everything's up to the bride and groom, like how do we know what to do and how do I ask and how do I make a suggestion questions, without questions. making them feel like I'm trying to be controlling and a lot of moms have a lot of questions, and that's why I'm thrilled to be doing this show with you because they we don't, really can address a lot of that. And they don't want to be afraid. You see, I think there's, you know, all of a sudden you, you have these other emotions that are strummed up as a mother of the bride or mother of the groom. Right. Because they don't want to step on the bride's some, wedding shoes, so right. to speak. They don't, you know, there are a lot of brides out there who are angry at their moms or with their mother-in-law. But it just could be. But why do you think they're so angry? There's a lot that's changing, and it's it's change. Change is hard. The fear comes out as anger, and it just depends on how the person handles their emotions. It's a very emotional time, so the brides can get very angry at you know, oh, you're you know, you're t- trying to tell me what to do when poor mom-in-law, you know, doesn't realize that she just got off the phone with like 30 relatives who demanded to have the wedding in a certain place. So there's The bride's under a lot of pressure. You know, it's important though also, cha- everybody's going through the change. You see, it's not just the bride. You see, right away, I think the bride's thinking, you know what, this, it does become a little narcissistic. It is all about me, okay? Oh, yeah. And everybody <laughs> should take care of me, right? But then, but you think about it, these mothers, okay, like you said, how, what, why, what should I do best? How will right. I make this the easiest process? Hopefully that's what a mother is thinking. The mothers are going through change. Right. Okay? Because their baby is leaving. Their their son or daughter is leaving. And they, it's changing for them too. Right. So we have to be aware of that. And awareness is very important. Feelings have to be kept in mind at all times. Absolutely. You have to be very careful. You have to think before you speak. Okay. Because there's enough time. Right. To think it through. You know, wondering, what if a parents don't want to be involved? I mean, have you come across that? They don't want to be involved. I don't, let's at say they all? don't want to be involved. If there are parents who want to be minimally involved because they just, they know their, their son and daughter are going to plan something very elegant and classy and, and a good reflection of their relationship, they may feel like, you know, we don't need to be in on, on the decisions. You've always made good decisions. So here's, 
here's a blank check, you know, or here's this or here's that or, or whatever. whatever. But the gracious bride and groom, no matter what's going on with which parents are planning, will set up family tributes during the wedding itself. It may be a table of the family photos that we've all seen. It may be a toast to the parents, no matter what percentage they paid for. The wedding, in order to like put put like the cherry on the Sunday of building your future relationships, part of your wedding should pay tribute to your extended family, to your parents and your grandparents, the people who made you who you are and made you possible to come together in your marriage. So I like to to suggest to brides and grooms and to the parents find ways to do that and to the moms I like to suggest find ways to welcome your son-in-law or your daughter-in-law into the family what are what would be some ways really wonderful ways to do that is to spend time with them you know basically when they come over to to visit for a family holiday or something sit down and talk with them what's going on in your life show interest in their life not just oh you're the girl who's marrying my son you know like like Get to know them as people. Get to know their family. Um, you can be cordial and friendly with their parents as well. Make that phone call. It's tradition that the mother and father of the groom call the bride's parents. You know, Once after get the engagement. engagement, that's tradition. And I, I like to see many traditional things last. I, I agree. Share... I'm a little old world. I have to tell you, I think as much as things change, they don't change. Exactly. Okay. So, I mean, maybe there are some new rules today. Maybe roles have changed. Right. Okay. But you know what? Right. As, it, things are still not that different. But we've got a whole show coming up on all the etiquette things that have changed. And that's going to be a lot of fun to talk about. Because that that's what really is confusing a lot of the mothers right now. Another way, this just popped in my head, another way to welcome into the family is share the family recipes you know let's say your daughter has a favorite lasagna recipe or something that you make you can give getting hungry i know me too (laughs) (laughs) i want lasagna now oh my Um, god my sister makes a good one that's a good way to do it and to share different things you know and also don't expect everything to be done the way your family does it you know be open to oh, that's such you know, good so, advice. some some new little changes and things. And, and it's also a novelty is important to your family, too. So just be open and make so sure embrace that... embrace each other's traditions mm-hmm. and welcome each other and right. talk to each other mm-hmm. and spend time with each other and make the time to spend with each other because you know what? Our lives are busy and harried. Right. We, are all, we are all stressed out, whether you're planning a wedding or not. Absolutely. Everybody has a lot on their plate. But you know what? And even once you become married, mm-hmm. it's a very important thing, not just necessarily the holidays. You right. know? And it is happening. Actually, it's a, it's cool you say the tradition that the groom's family would call the bride's parents, the, the groom's parents called the bride's parents. I have to tell you, it's really nice. I have to tell you, my parents and Robert's parents, they speak to each other. They go to the theater together. Oh, that's just wonderful. Just the four of them. That is wonderful. You know, I mean, we get together for my birthday and Robert's birthday and for holidays, there's other times that it's really nice to be able to keep in touch. And it's right. not like they're the best of friends, but they have a really, they're in a really nice place. And they like each other, though. And you know what? Liking each other is not a given. There are some that may not even, you may not like your mother. And, you know, that in itself could be very difficult, okay? And right. you may really love your future mother-in-law. That's also going to be another topic we're going to have to talk about because you don't want to make your mother 
feel you know less important because right. you've had this mother the whole time but then you're really spending time with your mother-in-law and that could be a whole other interesting topic to talk about well i think that today's show gave a variety of things to think about of being of making sure that mothers of the bride and mothers of the groom are part of the plan and that we respect right. them and that we listen to them and that their roles are key to a successful marriage. Uh, Sharon, I know we're going to have many more shows coming up with Here Come the Moms. The first thing I want to say before I sign off here is that we are going to be giving five books, Sharon's books, The Mother of the Bride book, five, the first five listeners who email us will get the Mother of the Bride book. And I'll sign it if they want to ask for, you know, who to have it made out to, I'll sign it for them. Because it really is, if if a bride writes in, that would be a great gift for their mother. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And that would be fantastic, Sharon. And also, if, you know, whoever, it's just a great gift book or a great book for yourself to read through and have a, you know, gain a a better perspective on, on how to work together better. Right. Absolutely. So, Email us at feedback at the WPN.com. That's feedback at the WPN.com. In the subject line, put show number one. So this is Here Come the Moms, show number one. Uh, upcoming shows will be how to start the entire process so it goes smoothly, how the mother bride would work best with the mother of the groom, etiquette and traditions, danger zones for mothers, mother-in-laws, responsibilities at large. And the, how, the fun stuff, like how, to, how do you get a, like a dress that you're really happy about wearing because designers have really you know, come out some gorgeous stuff for moms. Oh, they so cater. It's a the, big yeah, market. There's, there's a lot of fun to be had in this too for the, for the mom. So I'm, I'm excited to share all that. Well, that's true, Sharon, yeah. because it really is, it is a fun process and, and, and it's a great party. Yeah. No matter how you slice it, you're Absolutely. looking forward to a great party. So thank you so much uh, you're for uh, sharing all your expert advice. You are listening to Here Come the Moms only on Wedding Podcast Network. Look forward to being with you again. Thanks for listening.